0: Hola, film family, que tal? It's Isusco, aka The Walking AD, aka The Time Scheduler. Um, it's June, can't believe it, it's here, six months, eh, where is the year gone? Um, so my first shout out goes out to the legendary pop master Matty Marsden. Thank you so much for, for putting a review on the Apple Podcast, brother, it means so, so much. Um, ladies and gents, go do it, it means the world, um, thank you. Uh, secondly, I've got an email from the Pro Carton Student Video Awards. Ooh, wee! Um, and they've emailed me and they're looking for students to make a video. There's a brochure and there's info, so just hit me up, DM me, email me, whatever you need to do just to get the info. But all film students, they want to, and media students, they want to get you to make a video. The winner gets 5,000 euros. Hello! Um, and the email, my email address, I'll put in this episode bio, so go check that out. And lastly, um, I've decided I'm, I'm going to do a sponsored walk for the film and TV charity just because they've done so much for, for, for all of us, for the film family. Um, I just want to try and get some money back for them so they can help people that are just maybe in a tougher situation than yourselves. Um, I'm aiming to do it Friday the 26th of June, so end of this month. I'm giving myself a few a few weeks to kind of try and train for it. Uh, there's a heavy pencil though on the on the 27th just in case that you know that massive five-day commercial that's just round the corner comes in for <laughs> the end of june um and the basics are i'm going to do 30 miles and i'm going to aim to do it in 12 hours i'm going to walk it and i'm going to go from my house and i'm going to go to black island and back yes la isla negra um the home of, of tv commercial productions in london uh, I'm going to call it my lockdown pilgrimage. It's going to be all over my socials for the next kind of couple of weeks. Uh, the link is going to be the is in my bio for both Film Gods and the Time Scheduler. So please go check that out. Any amount that you send um, over, you'll get a shout out um, for that first week in July or second week in July, whenever I stop the funding. Um, and then the top three one-off payments will get a big, big love in the intro. So if you want to get big love in the intro drop what you can um wow. Well, already phil juma big love and johnny don have already contributed so massive massive love going out to those two boys uh, and before this becomes like a 12 minute chat monologue um i'm gonna leave it here i love you all have a cracking week um have a lovely weekend big love and uh let's do this let's get started
1: Let's get
0: started. Hello, film family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is for you. Um, Another wonderful episode about a process that I have no idea about. Now, it feels like we've had the student on, um, and now we've got the mentor of the student. So it's just going to be brilliant. Um, So thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. What is your name and what do you do?
2: My name is Amanda James, and I'm a editor at Final Cut in London.
0: Amazing. So what does being an editor mean to you?
2: Uh, well, it's... Initially, it was about being um, able to earn a living doing something creative. <laughs> I, I nice. very much... Very much set out when I was, you know, after well, during uni I did fine art at uni and um
0: what do you, was where was that?
2: In the, at De Montfort University. Lovely. I did it there because um, I didn't really fit into any kind of um like discipline within fine art because I wanted to do video art as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I also wanted to get my hands mucky and do the the drawing and painting and stuff. And nice. they they ran a degree there that was you could do all of that so it it worked out really well yeah um but I was very conscious in all of that time you know I knew that there was no way I was gonna earn a living being an artist Hmm. so it was like what what can I do to you know I knew I had to do something creative else I was gonna die and um and so I was sort of I don't want to be an accountant Yeah. well my dad was an accountant oh wow so. <laughs> yeah, I literally did not want to do that. I didn't okay. want to be kind of chained to a desk. I knew I wanted to do something fun, and you know nobody in my family's ever done anything like that. So mm. it was quite a sort of like conscious thing, and a long time ago as well, without internet. So how do you kind of find those those mm. jobs? And I remember watching a music video one day on telly and thinking. Oh, some someone's put that together. That's there a job. It is. Yeah, someone gets paid to do that. And then from then on, I was like a like a kind of um, what's the phrase? Summit with a bit with a bit between its teeth. Horse between so.
0: the yeah, horse with a bit between Summit. its teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: um, just on a mission to to kind of try and find people, and and um, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent from this question, but it's relevant, yeah. I suppose, and. Uh, you know, it's like, how, how how do I find these people that mm. that that um, do this job and that could help me? And I literally used to just go and knock on doors. So it was like... Um, In town?
0: Or did you look up? Was I there like a process come,
2: of... I used to come down to London and look at, literally walk around Soho, looking at um, door buzzers. And if it looked like wow. a, a post-production or an editing company, <laughs> I'd ring it.
0: That is hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, All of the <laughs> yeah. In Soho, yeah. if you're just hitting random buzzers, there's gonna be the odd door you're like, oh no, sorry, wrong. No, it sounded like but a post I, house. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, in Soho, it's a bit a bit dodgy. <laughs> um, but it but it was fruitful, you know. I I made a few contacts that way, and then I'd arrange work experience and stuff and and mm-hmm. and try and come down and visit people and just pick their brains and stuff. Proper tangent.
0: It's great. So, but that's this it, is this it. is the whole point. This is the whole yeah. point of the podcast. It's not it's yeah. not like a, you know on the 12th of March in 2005 <laughs> it's like that's not it. That's boring. And these are yeah. what film students are going to, you know, hear about learning what to do. It's like, do you know what? Yeah. If you want to be an editor, go into town and knock on doors.
2: Seriously, yeah. Seriously. And and I'm always impressed when somebody does Mm. I'm always impressed when a, when somebody does not, and it's it's few and far between. I think I think back then when I was um, trying to get started, I just assumed that's what people would do, that's what you needed to do. Mm. But it, it's always surprised me that isn't the reality so much. Um, but yeah, um, so that's 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 essentially what it was. Did beginning. one of those
0: doors then become? final cut and, and then well, you just worked your way up or how did it how did you well, get in
2: not quite I I um I kind of just used to it got towards the end of my degree and people would be like so what are you gonna do what are you can do then and I would I'd just sort of I'd talk to anyone about what I hoped to do just in case they knew someone you know and, and weirdly I had to, by the end of my um degree I had two two um work experience things lined up for when I when I finished and one of which was some guy that I'd met on my Saturday job in Virgin Megastore who bought a dvd of a tv show that I'd seen and I really like it was like an animated series and I really liked it it was really it was like um computer animation like really early mm. um computer animation like 3d and really stood out. And this guy was buying it. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I've seen this. And he said, oh, I, it, it, I make it. It's my, um, what?" The, yeah. He was just buying the, the DVD just to have it. And I, and I immediately was like, oh, million questions for this guy. And I was like, can I have your phone number? Can I, I've got so much I want to talk to you about And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I stayed in touch with him and arranged work experience with him. Mm. I could have gone into 3D animation, um, but then but then, uh, at the same time that that summer holiday, I was working at a tally sales place. I had to sort of you know to get that gig, I had to convince them that that was my dream job. <laughs> but by the end of it. <laughs> he was Hi, like do
0: you want to sell paper? No. Okay. Well, brilliant. Do you know anyone in the film industry? Okay,
1: cool. No, bye. Yeah, do
2: you know do you know any editors? <laughs> and um and then he the, the 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 guy, the boss um by the end of that, you know, obviously could see that that wasn't my calling. And he he was like, So what do you want to do then? And I told him and he said, Oh, I know this guy down in London who works at um it was a company called Digital Drum.
0: Okay.
2: Who again were um 3d animators and they happened to be they shared a space with um rick russell who who owns final cut and another company that at the time had had the worst the worst name in the industry called facilities r us a a post-production company terrible name so it was the three companies all kind of working in the same space and uh this actually this was a year before i graduated so I I got the details of the guy that this um sales bloke knew and just stalked him for for a while and he he got sick of me and eventually put me on to somebody else mm. um Helen story who now is a uh, all things at Frame Store a very amazing woman and she she uh put up with me for for the rest of that year just kind of calling her whenever I could just to say, remember me, don't yep. forget me. Don't forget me. graduating three months now. <laughs> and uh I had some work experience with with them set up. So I kind of blew out the other one and uh had had that all all arranged. And then on the day that I graduated, I just put up my final show and uh got I kept getting all these messages saying you've got to call, can you call um so and so and uh eventually spoke to them at the end of the day and they were like oh the, you know the work experience you've got set up would you uh be interested in making that a full-time job wow I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> so right away I was like graduated and moved straight down to London
1: wow and was and
2: that was because runner. of the
0: final piece is that did someone had seen it or no they no
2: they they had a, a runner um uh, they 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 had a runner, but they'd had to fire her because she nicked some money or something. Oh no! Well, great got, for you. Yeah. yeah, great for me. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so like two weeks later, I was I was living in London and working for all three of these companies. I was like the runner for all three of them. Oh wow! So it was great because I got a real insight into all things post production because it was uh, facilities for us were like two D and then um the three-dimensional side was a digital drum and then mm. final cut which was tiny back then it was just so tight i think it was when i was first kind of coming down and and um pestering them i think it was just rick russell on his own in a room wow. and then by the time yeah they yeah because they, they would have been brand new um because i joined them a year they were a year old when i joined yeah and um, and so I've been there a really long time. And
0: you still still wake up every morning going, I love my job.
2: I love my job. I love my job. I love all of the people there. They're all incredible. I mean, it really is a family and kind of having been there right from the beginning, you really, um, it's in my blood now, you know, it's kind of, yeah. yeah. You'll have a plaque, but, uh, be, you, you know, you'll have a... Another editing suite. Really? Who've been there longer than me? Wow. Who are still there? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So there was like three suites when I started there, and um, I was a run- I was the, the the first runner. Final Cut moved into its own space, mm. and so I was their first runner. I remember having to sit down with um, because I was working for all the the three companies, and then Rick was like right we're gonna we, we, we need our own runner now And he. they advertise the job and I was seeing all these people coming in for the for interviews for the oh, job no. that they, that
1: you were job, doing my
2: dream job you know yeah. like, what? what's going on and I remember saying something to Rick saying what you know what why why haven't you just given the jobs meaning it's like right well let's sit down and have a chat about it and and uh, we had a sort of interview, sat out on the, the back step and I just cried through the whole thing. Just like, oh. I want this so much. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I think he took pity on me and, and that was it then. Um,
0: he hasn't been it, able to get rid of you.
2: Yeah, can't get rid of me.
0: <laughs> so why, why editing? What was it about editing then?
2: so you know what? I did? When I was, um, during my degree, I did a lot of, video art Hmm. and you like the the
0: go-to person with everyone like you know everyone was like I've just shot a load of stuff all right well let's give it to her you know she loved it and let's it no no I
2: really wasn't I was a real kind of like head down um just doing my own stuff it was all Hmm. kind of real lo-fi the the equipment was terrible it was all kind of like two and three what? A film? Sh- <laughs> what <laughs> No, what it was about? like big, massive, clunky VHS cameras.
0: Brilliant. Amazing.
2: Mental. Yeah. And uh wow. but it was so good because, you know, you get you'd get in the three machine suite and you could you could have two two weird things running. And you know, I'd I'd just kind of um played a lot. And mm. you know, I'd be the first one in the the building where the edit suites were, I'd be banging on the door in the morning cleaners used to let me in and then they'd be letting me out at (laughs) night as well. So all the all the lecturers got to know me because even on the media course which I wasn't a part of, they all got to know me because I was just always there.
1: Nice. And
2: uh I just lived in there and I loved I loved that process. I just fell in love with the process. It's quite a
0: beautiful um, process. That beginning is like it's a it's a little seed of love that you just kind of nurture and you nurture and you nurture. And actually for some people it then that the becoming a job you know it can sometimes squash it a little but it doesn't sound like doesn't sound like well, I think it's Confucius said if you find a job that you don't mind going to you never have to work a day in your life that kind of stuff and you're like
2: it's amazing yeah I mean it, it, it can get like that sometimes and I think I'm really lucky because just every so often just at the right time some project will come in that that just keeps me saying something mm. that, that does mean i have to kind of lean more into that creative side um well, well let's we'll, do, we'll, let's delve into that
0: process let's let's. I'd love, love to get that off you so how do you like the, the, the question that i asked for shooting crews? is your, your your process from pencil to invoice but when you're editing how do you get the jobs how do you fight like do you say i want to i want to pitch to edit that or did do, does it just come to you and and then when you said about a job that keeps you sane how do you know what is it about it that you suddenly go i've got to do that
2: um well you never really know for sure until you're doing it and i think with experience you get to know um instinctively if a job is going to be a nightmare or or um is going to be fun mm. you're like because, you know, you, you look at a script and you're like, you see it in your head. So naturally, what you see in your head is like the best, the best this thing could ever be, because no one would ever think of the shitty version of it, would they? Um, <laughs> and so is you, this before your, they've
0: shot it? Are you visualising yeah, the images? Like, before this is what it.
2: I hope this job could be.
0: Nice.
2: Um, and it's not always that. It's kind of probably rarely that, but, but um yeah, um I mean jobs jobs come in for they either come in directly for you or they come in like someone a producer will ring and say who's available for this job and the reels will go out and the director will choose who they want to work with mm-hmm. um and um but but sometimes they come in directly for you and I tend to especially if a job looks really tasty on paper I mean not even not even script or storyboard if if the, the the booking comes in you see the email you see the director's name and the 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 product um and that and it's really exciting I I can't I kind of can't cope with it I get too excited <laughs> and I want and I want to do it so much that I I just ha- kind of have to forget about it for a bit and and just I'm quite competitive as well mm-hmm. so if especially if the job's come in for a few of us editors and and you see those details and you're like oh god I really want to you know I hope it's me that they pick I can't I can't cope with it I have to just kind of forget it's going on until and then maybe if I'm lucky it comes my way and then I'll read the script and look at the boards
1: yeah
2: it's kind of, it's almost too much it's too tantalizing sometimes to kind of
0: it's like having See the Christmas present under the tree and, and you're still in the room. You're like, I've got to get out of this room or so I'm going to open that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the box of chocolates or, you know, whatever. Yeah, but then whatever yeah, but
2: you, you realise it's actually meant for someone else. <laughs> um, but, um, but, but, yeah, I, I kind of, or, or, or if it has come in for me, but the job's not confirmed yet, you know, it, it's just too, it's just too, I can't cope with the excitement of something mm. if it looks if it looks too nice. So I'll kind of ignore it for, for a bit. And then, um, once, once I get confirmed on something, I'll, I'll, uh, open the box.
0: And now but you mentioned, you know, you kind of, you see a script and you'll see a name and you'll see a director and you'll, you are instantane, well, you'll, you'll kind of visualize what the project could be. When, when you get confirmed on it, would you then phone the director, if you have a relationship with him, that's good enough and, and turn around and say, oh, look, I've read the script and I've got this in my head and I'm picturing it like this. And I think this kind of stuff would work well, or would you not get involved at that no,
2: point? I, I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I think there's quite, there's a few directors. They're all different. Everyone has a different approach. And someone like Sam, for instance, he he just, yeah, yep. just like to get um, editors involved quite early um just to sort of uh start to all all be you know, just to start visualizing the thing mm. as early as possible so you do like nice. a paper edit with him and out of that what does a
0: paper edit look like sorry um so you
2: take the you take the storyboard frames yep. he's he he draws his own storyboard frames they are amazing
1: yeah and
2: uh um you take each frame and lay it out on the timeline and uh it's more of a kind of a, at that stage. It's probably more of a sound edit. You know, you're kind of working out.
1: Does it be really fit be,
2: and... Yeah, it can only really be dictated by the sound at that point because you haven't got visuals. You know, you've mm. only got static kind of storyboard frames, so it's got got to be dictated by the sound. And I think quite a lot of um, the work that he does with me is is very much sound and music driven. Hmm. So it's it's a really important part of the process to sort of work out the kind of flow of that and, you know, quite an early stage.
0: And how does that relationship work between the different directors? You're saying every director is different. Do you then adjust? Do you have to make slight adjustments to your creative brain for different directors or is it you um, have a
1: personal style? No,
2: no, I mean, I think that's that's something that's com- that's always got to be consistent, hasn't it? I mean, they're coming mm. to me for what I do. So yeah. I have to I have to be consistent with that. Mm. Um, I just, I, I guess in terms of the editor's involvement, at what point they want to bring you in, some want to bring you in at that early stage. They want to have a chat with you nice. quite early on. Um, and others, you know, I'll always try and make contact while they're shooting at least. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're starting to see the rushes, I'll always send a little text or an email. Um, especially if the rushes are really beautiful. I can't help myself. Nice. I'm just get excited about it. But um, but yeah, I mean generally I don't really speak to them till they're shooting.
1: Mm.
2: You know. Um uh, I think if things are quite affects effects heavy, um you might you might get involved a little bit sooner. You might go on set.
0: Yep. Yeah, we've had to set up tables in the past. It's like you know, get the sparks. I yeah. need you know. I love going on, on. set. Great. Yeah.
2: It's really good. I love it. Don't do it often enough these days, especially not at the moment.
0: Oh, Tell <laughs> <it. laughs> me. Yeah. Um, and um, then you know when you kind of see when you start to see those rushes coming in. Are you? instantaneous straight into edit mode or do you have a process before you start to like cutting things up and putting it into yeah. a timeline
2: I'm a bit anal about it to be honest I, I, I do I do have a process and I just can't I've tried in the past when when you've got hardly any time on a job you know when someone's wanting to see an edit in two days or whatever which is mm. um <laughs> but um I can't I can't not go through my process I have to do it else else I'm not an OCD sort of type of person but when it comes to to work, to work I, can't, yeah. I, I have to go for my process and that really that, you know I have to watch absolutely everything mm. um and well, I'll probably watch know,
0: it you know if the director goes oh. oh to that other take where the the look was just to the left and then down or the dog yeah. one leg went up or something you go oh yeah I, don't know. I know where it
2: is I know exactly where it is. Yeah, exactly. You have, you have to know that. I mean, I know, I I know people, I've got colleagues who, who just dive straight in, don't do it. And they do amazing work. That's their process. But, but I personally have to, have to watch everything. And then you have the storyboard. And I know, again, a lot of directors would say, oh, don't, don't look at the storyboard. You know, they sort of, it's just a guide. Don't look at it. But, you, you have to respect the fact that this is a you're coming in at a part of the pro, a, a very late stage of the process, mm. and this is a process that a lot of people have been involved with for a very long time. You know, sometimes the client creators have been talking for like a, a year before it's come to you. Wow, it can be, yeah, and um, certainly a few months, and then you know, there's there's the storyboard hasn't just kind of come out of nowhere it's it it represents the client's expectations of what mm-hmm. this film's going to be so you have to you have to um pay attention to it at least and even Respect when what I went it,
0: before yeah Adam? respecting that process before yeah, the creative totally. the creative totally. process
2: and you know even when directors say to me just ignore the storyboard i all i always have a look at it and i don't necessarily i don't i'm not, i'm never a slave to that i'll never i won't necessarily um always put together a storyboard edit but generally generally i i do just because i know at some point in the process it's very likely that the agency or the client are going to say did you do a storyboard? Edit? Yeah, <laughs> no. what you've done looks um, amazing. But yeah. would you mind showing but us what? They always want to see it. They always yeah, want to course. see it. So you know, I'll pay a bit of attention to that. You know, right in the initial stages. Um, but but the rushes the rushes will will cue different thoughts, and they will. You know, inevitably, I'll 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 think that that would look better next to that, and something else starts to kind of. Appear in the average, you know, um, as opposed to the on paper. Mm, So it's all—it's always a bit of a—it just gives you a clue as to what what the expectations are.
0: And And how did you get your process? Did you start off? Did you come out of uni? You—you know—you became a runner, and then all of a sudden, you're into editing. Or is there a process of watching other editors and nicking bits from them? I used
2: to—I used to sit and watch um watch the boys, they're all boys, um working. No, because I was the only runner, so inevitably I was working late every night anyway. Yeah. So I'd just sit in with them. If they were on their own, I'd just sit in with them and ask them loads of annoying questions. And it, I feel quite bad because if if people try to do that with me now, I hate it. <laughs> I hate having people sit in the room. But but um it's just, it's just because I can I just don't like people watching me work. But mm. I had, I worked with some very generous people, in, you know, in the early stages. And well, James mentioned
0: how much he learned from you. Really? Yeah.
2: Wow, that's amazing. I mean, it's so weird to think that he assisted me once. That's so funny, isn't it? God, I feel old. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I try to kind of pass on some of my sort of experience, but it's not it's not in it's not letting people watch me work mm. it's kind of i'll I'll show work to people and chat about it and how then, did you
0: get your process?
2: Oh uh, yeah you do that, yeah. so oh, um, I think it just just from doing it you know okay. you just I used to watch people and think well. How do you know what to do? And uh, you know, just literally trimming and all of that was just so kind of uh, uh, mysterious to me. Mm. And I was in awe of them all. And I just, I would just do it, you know. And I'd, I, I, I got um, I'd take on little jobs, and I was so out of my depth, so out of my depth. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but it was the only way to do it, you know. Yeah. Chuck yourself in at the deep end and um wing it and then
0: um, it's a recurring thing it's a recurring thing it. Yeah. <laughs> Just and feel then, like that sometimes do you ever is it is it is it a, a rhythm that you get going like I guess I've never really gone into editing that much yes a bit at uni yes a bit when before I got onto set but is it like, you know, like a musician would say that sometimes the best songs, they just kind of, they just wrote themselves and other times you have to work so hard at it, they actually, you start questioning everything. Is that what a good edit yeah. feels like? You get in, it just seemingly, you go, donk, donk, donk. It feels lovely. It's got a beautiful rhythm to it. Um,
2: well, yeah, I mean, every every job's different, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on the job. Sometimes you've got a narrative that that sort of dictates itself mm-hmm. and and other times like on a you know, typical job with Sam Sam um you'll just get a load of beautiful rushes and I uh, want to use that I don't uh, want to if use that go anywhere yes you're <laughs> like oh, um where to even start but those kind of jobs can be so rewarding because it is a case of just you will you'll find one You know, if it's a music video, you'll find one shot that just works beautifully Mm. on a particular lyric or, you know, chord or whatever. And then from that, something will grow and it's a really exciting process because it's just chucking paint at the canvas, you know. Lovely. Um, uh, Those are the kind of jobs I'm talking about that make me, keep me sane. They're really hard work. It's really, really hard work because it's, you know you're putting a lot of yourself into those jobs as well. And um and you know, other times other times it's a script, you know, and it's a bit of an easier sort of process. But generally it's a it's all about rhythm, isn't it? Editing's all about rhythm. And you know you've I don't know if you have ever nailed it, but you know you've got to a place that you're happy to sort of say my work is done
1: yeah
2: no once more it, tweaks once all the rhythm once yeah once it's working with i guess i mean i can i'll push an edit around for hours um frame here frame there
0: wow
2: just to kind of does a frame make that much of, of a difference yeah big time well just to me yeah yeah <clears throat> I wish you could work in half frames or quarter frames sometimes, <laughs> 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 but um, but I think it's it's got to be about rhythm, hasn't it? Editing, you know, mm. even if it is, even if it's a, a bit of dialogue, that's still rhythm. It's still you, you can t- if you're cutting a a dialogue scene, you've got to make it feel natural, and it's easy to kind of fuck that up. Mm. You know, but you uh you you can you know I, I can work really hard to try and make um dialogue have a real um naturalistic flow and then you know you know that it it's believable and mm, don't get to work with dialogue that often in commercial. <laughs> feature
0: films no but a, a feature something that you've you've dealt with or want to
2: get done into one, actually I did really? one last year yeah. Where are we? Where are we? April. I did one last year. <laughs> um, first one. I've done okay. loads of shorts, short films before, but this is yeah. my first feature. Different um, In process? It was great. I mean, I, again, it, it always seemed to me like it was a um, having not done one, mm. but really wanting to do one. I was having endless kind of meetings. You know, a lot of my clients would be going into long form and they'd want to take me on that journey with them. And and so I'd be sitting in all these meetings with producers. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we really love your work, but, you know, you've never done long form before. And I'm like, Wait, mm. I'm never going to do long form unless someone gives me yeah. the opportunity. It was proper chicken and the egg kind mm. of um, situation. And eventually these these guys took a punt on me. So, uh, but I... But, But I'd always, because I was having all these conversations with these producers, I'd always just thought, oh God, you know, well maybe it is, maybe it is really different. Maybe it is um, something more, something more mysterious to the process of long form, to to what I'm used to. Mm. But there isn't, there isn't. It's just, just the same. You know, obviously takes longer to watch the thing back,
1: Mm. but
2: um, but. But the sort of nitty gritty process of of putting it together felt felt exactly the same to me, which I was really relieved about
1: because yeah. I just thought,
2: yeah, so you know and I used to sit there in these meetings I'd get really uh feisty like editing is editing
1: yeah
2: if you're a good editor you're a good editor you know mm-hmm. just kind of but I, I used to find it so frustrating but i um, but I'm relieved to have it sort of confirmed that that is the case it's just were were
0: you knocking down doors for that world you know for a for a film student for a media student that kind of is you know you're at you're at the top of the game in that in the world of commercials and you wanting to try and get into another realm seemed like it was I I would I would assume it'd be an easier an easier thing for you to do but that it sounded like that determination to still do it you still have got to do it. it isn't at all
2: it's quite difficult and I know people who are who are you know, huge names in commercials mm. that can't get first featured gig. Wow. For all the same reasons. Is that um, how
0: you choose, like, say, for when you're getting onto a film set, if you want to become part of the... If you want to be a DP, you go up the DP line. If you want to be an Navy, you go up the thing. Is that a decision that you would need to kind of make earlier on? So it's like you assist for film editors or you assist for commercial yeah, editors? Yeah,
2: I think... I think- Yeah, if you know you want to be a features editor, I think that's what you would set out to do. I don't think you would go via commercials. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, But personally speaking, I would say to anyone, commercials and music videos are the best training for editing, full stop. You've got to tell a whole story in 30 seconds. If you can do that in 30 seconds or or break someone's heart when they watch a music video, then you can cut something that's two hours long and do the same. Mm. Easy? <laughs> it's not no. easy. <laughs> it's not no.
0: easy. No. Um, what was it no, like? No, you, just, you there just talking about music video? Just it sounded like you had like a really beautiful t- job that you were thinking about when you said about breaking heart. Is There are there jobs that have kind of that stick with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a handful. Like I've done that I'm really proud of and still really proud of even mm-hmm. now just uh you know and I learned a lot doing them and and a lot of a lot about my process is born out of doing those jobs I think music videos were the were the real um where it all began for me and i i i I was devastated when I kind of realized you couldn't make a living making you know editing yeah. music videos but uh but um yeah, it's just again, because it was just like the more sort of creative end of the of the the the, the world mm. that I was in. And um I don't do them very often anymore, but but it's great when when you do, if you get a good one, it's um really rewarding. It's a lot of hard work, but it's really rewarding. But I'd say, I mean obviously the Jay-Z one that I did with Sam Brown was a real game changer for me. Mm. Like, I think my career, just um, finally after that, I felt like people were taking me seriously. Now, I wasn't just a female editor anymore. I was a a good editor, Mm. you know. I was suddenly allowed into the boys club. Nice. And, um, yeah, it felt like a lot of doors opened with that one and um which track was it the on, on to the next one okay Back yep. and White. Yep. um you know even now i still get loads of treatments and scripts that are so obviously based on that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever see kind of treatments and it's like it's got your edit they're like basically oh, you want all, to make this again oh that's, that's all the
2: time okay. yeah, yeah yeah quite quite often from that video um, and another one, there's another one that I did with Sammy that I'm really, to this day, really, really proud of, but it's a terrible song, the James Blunt, a James Blunt video. Yes. Um, but I just love that video. Yeah. That, that video, I mean, it was a funny one because it was probably one of the first films I did where it was like, um, I was... So presented with these rushes that made absolutely no sense you've got the sort of stem throughout of him performing Mm. but it, it was all just real real jumble of beautiful beautiful shots but none of it made any sense you know at first glance you had to really kind of work to make sense of them like right this shot this shot of a car park you know how do i how do i incorporate that how do I inject some emotion in, into this? And you'd just find the right, just the right spot for it. And you'd be like, wow. Suddenly it was incredibly powerful. Mm. And I learned so much on that job. Just um, the power of placement of, a, of an image.
1: Mm.
2: With music, really. With music, or you know, I suppose you could do the same with, with words, but particularly with music, the, the power of, of the right pairing and 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 the you know realizing that it's worth the time and energy to work to get that right
1: because
2: mm. when you get it right it's it's incredible i mean it's, it's a little just, feeling yeah, it's a terrible so do you well, get
0: like do you get like the the, the goosebumps do you get just it, a little thing
2: yeah, totally 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 and you get really excited about um you know when when that magic happens it's really exciting and right, that relationship
0: exactly. between a, a director and an editor
2: the most important
0: relationship that an editor could have with a with another you know member of the post production department you know is that that's got to, is that got to be the strongest it can be for a project to 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 be great yeah, or can so. there be you know juxtapositions and you know.
2: I, I i think so yeah i mean i think the best the best Relationships that I have with 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 my directors, the best ones and my favourite ones, are the ones where we have a connection, mm. and whatever that connection is, you always want to have a good time in the room when you're working with somebody. So I, I have a rule not to work with assholes, and you know assholes come along. You do not have to work with them again. It's fine, <laughs> um, but but you know you 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 uh there's all my, there's a there's a couple a couple of my directors i feel like we have a sort of unspoken sort of uh thing you know i i know i get their taste i know mm. i know when i put a shot down i know that if i think it works i know they're gonna love it as well mm. you know so it's it's really nice to have got to that stage with the with the there's only a, a couple of them that I really feel like that with, um, but it's really special when you when you have that, so when their job, jobs come in i'm I'm really happy. Nice. Um, yeah, and you, you sort of strive to that, and it, you, you know, and then I'll work with people for the first time and you're like, "I feel like I've known you all my life. You're amazing," <laughs> and you know have a real laugh with them, and yeah you know i've I've had a few of those recently. It's great. Yeah. So, what funny
0: stories is there? You know, what have you got? Those little laughs. Have you got any nice little stories?
2: I have a few. (laughs) PG rated and (laughs) and D rated. There's there's one funny one from. (laughs) I'm not going to name any names. Clever. But from from way back when I was kind of just starting out in music videos, there was (laughs) one. We were working on this um, very low budget kind of rap video Mm -hmm. and uh i mean it i mean it looked so low budget it was the art direction was terrible and uh it could have been all right because the performances were good and the dancers were good Mm. but these guys were dancing in front of literally they'd taken sheets of tinfoil and let them drop and hung them (laughs) and it was awful
0: Super strong, extra long Tesco's yeah. home brand.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, and but performances are brilliant and you yeah. can you can make a good edit out of anything. You can yeah. if if the if there's something in there that you can hook onto you can you can do it. So we've done this, we'd cut this thing. I mean the whole kind of tinfoil thing is kind of irrelevant to the story, but it, it's just funny. It and feels um, like
1: the
0: treatment is like, I want to have a mirrored wall like in Maze yeah, and Buggy and, bug and Buster the rhythms. They're like, well, we can't afford a mirrored wall, but how about some
2: Tim yeah. And um, so we we cut we spent a few days working on this thing. And we, it was it was cool. We were happy with it. The commissioner comes along to watch it back when the commissioners were God. Mm. There's this particular commissioner, again, not naming names, and she 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 came in <laughs> and um, I think I pressed play and it got about 10 seconds in and she started screaming, stop,
1: stop. Oh, no. And
2: uh, I kind of froze and I think she might have, no, you know what? She threw something. Oh, no. Like at me, like her keys or something and they kind of missed me. Oh. And she goes stop, and these things landed on the desk next to me. So I freeze, and she's like, "It has to be on the beat, on the beat." Like this. Oh no! And she said she didn't even watch the rest of it because we'd we'd tried to do a musical edit that was just a bit less sort of pop and a bit less kind of obvious,
1: yeah,
2: and interesting. But she just wanted it naff, kind of on on the beat. Oh.
1: Mm. Boring. And, uh,
2: and, and she's like, right, I'm, go- I've go- I'm going to this dinner. I'll be back and I want you to have changed, you know, you've got to recut it by the time I get back. So she literally went off to this dinner party and we had to recut the entire thing in like three or four hours or whatever. Oh, so she comes back and it's like probably like one, two in the morning. She's off her, she's shit-faced. <laughs> absolutely shit-faced when she comes back and um we we played it through and you know she loved it it was just like we did the cheesy edit on it and she absolutely loved it to the point where i'm sitting at the front and the next thing i know she's got this oil out of her bag and she starts massaging my arm
1: oh my god oh
2: my god (laughs) so i'm like i'm like quite green uh, you know I didn't know, really know what to I'm quite shy and I didn't really know I just did not know what to do and she's like this really sort of powerful woman in the industry and uh, I just had to let her stick my arm out <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, can you do my cuticles as well <laughs>
2: It's not nice, but it was utterly terrifying I felt violated
0: <laughs> <laughs> Going home smelling of lavender. <laughs>
2: it was awful it was awful oh my god there's this there's 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 a few similar experiences to that but um only once was over massaged
0: yeah nice i like that
2: yeah oh,
1: i feel like i should be
0: <laughs> booking it yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: now you know you kind of we get to the, uh, i think we're close to the 45 i've kind of lost track so Oops. it's flown by
1: beautiful a waffle, waffle amazing
0: um <sighs> And at this point, I kind of love to ask, you know, you, the hustle, the going to, you know, knocking on doors in Soho during your summer break, the the kind of the running, the learning, the the years of experience. Is there a bit of advice that you would give your younger self? And if there is, at what point would you want to give it?
1: Oh, my blood! Wow.
2: You're
0: welcome. You are very welcome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um I do I, I I think I'd just go back and tell myself that it was all going to work out and that um, I was doing the right thing and that my instincts were right, you know. Nice. It was it was tough being a woman um starting out and it would have been very easy for me to say yes to all the tampon commercials and nappy commercials but I didn't. Yeah. I did. I said no and um and I would say to my younger self, that was the right decision. And um, you know, it's different for for girls coming into the industry now. I think it's a a, a much more accepting playing field. But yeah. um, but it's still, it's still I I. St- you know, I still see the, the the girls coming up at Final Cut and the kind of work they're getting offered. It is, it's all perfume and beauty and mm. fashion still, um, which I think is really sad. But um, and I and I I guess I kind of advise them in the way that um, I would talk to my younger self. I feel mm. quite responsible for those girls. Nice. I sort of try and look out from a bit and and um, help them when I can, but yeah a bit protective of them but yeah nice yeah just be stay
0: strong and you know get get massaged <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing
2: <laughs> so, a massage.
0: Um, the last the last couple of minutes i just i i give you the floor and i just you know it, it's your chance to i kind of started using it as like the the oscar award winning speech it's like you're on the podium, the envelope's been open, your name's been called out. Um, you know, it's
1: oh <laughs> Jesus.
0: On the walk. Oh, have you have you got anyone you want to say thanks to? Any projects you want to big up, um, any shout-outs?
2: Well, obviously, as I said before, the, about um the the Jay Z promo, I think that that was a real game changer for me. And I thank Sam Brown in my head every day for um Imagine. taking a punt on me and Imagine. you know without he 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 just sort of he didn't see the fact that I was a female editor he just sort of knew that I could could do it and mm. trusted me and and I, I I appreciate that so much and I think without that I I don't I don't know what I'd be doing. I don't think I'll be doing the kind of jobs I am lucky to do now.
1: Mm.
2: So I, I, I thank him daily in my head and, um, and Rick Russell, my, uh, the, my, my boss, I guess I'd call him, but you know, also, um, like, uh, he's not a father figure, but he's a, he's family. Yeah. And so it feels weird to call him boss, but for him, for, for, uh, Giving me the, the job all those years ago just to just to stop me crying <laughs> oh for fuck's sake just not, take the job, job it's yours like, yeah. <laughs> but you know and i you know i regularly i regularly uh thank him for that as well um yeah anyone Amazing. anyone who's happy to sit in a room look at the back of my head
0: amazing well look, it it's very 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 clear for me this is the first time we've ever met and first time we've ever talked and I get the very strong sense that you love what you do you love the people that you work with and mm. you know it doesn't ever it I don't think I would ever hear you moan about the hours the job and that's that's a real you know after doing it for the amount of it years would. that you've done it, it that's you know <laughs> that's, uh, some people would and you know, for those students and, and the people listening, it's like, if you find something that you love that much, you're fucking blessed. Yeah. And it's, you know, stick with it and choose your, choose the right things to do. Um, mm. You know, I think it's amazing. And I just, I'd love the fact that you've been so open and honest and, 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 and not had, you know, a, a really technical chat. And actually it's been just a beautiful little emotional moment of, this is how editing can be. So thank you. Really, really appreciate it. Pleasure. Um, Ladies and gents at the film family, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I have had asking mm-hmm. the questions and listening. Um, review, subscribe and share. Any of those film students, media yeah. students that want to be editors, they've got to listen to this podcast. They've just got to listen to this episode. It's just what they have to do. They've got to feel that passion. They've got to hear it from someone that does it every day and still loves it um and thank you for listening um and keeping us in the top 10 it's it's been amazing so until we meet again ladies and gents that is a wrap so that was a chat with the king or queen in the game i'll give it a shout at the end so you all know the name it's the film gods podcast the what the film god podcast